You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! you a screen grab of what it actually looks like with the, the the perception versus the reality of what it's like to clap on Skype. Yeah. If I've learned anything from listening to hardcore is that per- the perception is much different than the reality. Yeah, you took that from hardcore? I worked with a woman named Reality. Did you know that? At Kinko's, I remember Reality. Reality. What was and Reality's she said, deal? She was always an enigma. We would go in there at like midnight to make yes. show flyers and she would just want to hang was, out. A hot girl, untouchable, because she preferred the company of women. Uh-huh. But, uh, that much was clear. She wasn't that much of an enigma, but uh, yeah. I used, to, I used to do this thing where I wouldn't punch out for my lunch, and she caught me and brought me in and said, the only reason we're not firing you is because we can't find another delivery driver. And uh, I said, wow. Damn. <laughs> I said, hot damn. And then I moved to Louisville, Kentucky, and that was that. But uh, she's on Facebook, so is that yeah. right? Great. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, this has been in t- super esoteric corner, featuring things that only matter to Andrew and I. Yeah, and I I feel like Sean Duty probably remembers reality. We should call him and ask him. We should. I'm feeling kind of cally today. I tried so hard to get one eight uh, to get five one eight get hard today, like for an hour <laughs> at work. And there's a bunch of different services that will find a number for you, but you have to pay for them. And I was like, I can, I can spend twenty four dollars. It's fine. But I just. But then you look and you realize, like, oh, this is my last day at work. I can't afford twenty four dollars. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. I've been getting those like weird, like the clock is ticking feelings, and it's great because the boss will come in and be like, you have to do this, and people will be like, yeah, okay. And yeah, then like nah. the people, 
people are like talking on the phone. People don't care. Things are like, we did a big order and we're supposed to go out and it didn't go out. And then people are just like, I don't care. Yeah. Why would, why would anyone in charge assume that that was a good idea to fucking like, that's a, there's a reason you fire people on Friday afternoon, not tell them two Fridays in advance. (laughs) Exactly. It's ridiculous. But, and it's, and it's all dictated by Europe because they're a European company and, uh, um, they just decided to do it that way. Interesting. Okay, I've, I've done that dance. Actually, there was uh, the European company I worked for. That'll remain nameless unless you've listened oh, yeah. to like episodes 1 through 50, in which case it's impossible not to know. <laughs> um, yeah. Right when I was leaving, they sat everyone down and they were like, look, we uh, were having some overhead problems, so... We're gonna have a little contest. They basically gave Whoa. us the like the Danish version of the uh, second place gets a set of steak knives, third place you're fired uh, conversation. <laughs> and I had already wow. had my shit locked in at my next job and hadn't really announced it yet. So I sat in that meeting with such like such a shit eating grin <laughs> during it. It was what it was like fucking going out for battle royal. I mean, like, oh, I don't have to go. This is so cool. <laughs> It's like that. That's like that. T uh, that movie, Surviving the Game. Yes, remember that? Yo, fuck! Yeah. How goddamn good is Surviving the Game? Nineteen ninety four, featuring uh, one Ice T in a prominent role. And Gary Busey. Yeah, and Gary Busey. The best is the um, soundtrack song, which I'm looking for, f- feverishly looking for. Um, where it's just Ice T yelling, "Surviving the game." I'm gonna tell you something that might fuck you up, and I blame the deep state on this because I'm looking at my deep state mapping project poster. Um, <laughs> I love that poster. Surviving the game has been almost entirely washed from the internet. Like you can't even get it on the wow. torrent sites. It's fucking weird. Nobody's Jesus. streaming it. You, the only download you can get of Surviving the Game is like German overdubbed. I'm into German over time. Oh, well, I can you understand might like that half shit. of it. Yeah, I can understand half of it. It's like he's like the only way out is suicide. Yeah, it's really intense. Surviving the game. It's a, it is a fantastic, fantastic way to spend an hour and a half. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think it's in the end credits. Let's listen. You got this shit. Wow, oh, that sounds right. Did I tell I you I paid that. for I paid for YouTube Premium, but I just I can't what? give it to anyone because my YouTube algorithm is so perfectly dialed into my weirdness that I can't Andrew. I can't let outside influence come to my algorithm. I'm wounded that you won't let me use your shit. I'm Listen, it, it's, I, it's a matter of get... uh, it's 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 a matter of necessity. I can't dictate what the algorithm does. Oh, my my algorithm fucking rules. It's that's what I'm saying. I have it. I have it so perfectly put in place. It's great. It knows exactly what I need when I need it. Oh, there's a lot of YouTubers out there. We should pull the audience. What's your what's your algorithm like, bro? Yeah, I'd imagine it's great. The, the overnight drive algorithm is very strange because I use it for, on my phone. Like I'm just signed into it all the time on my phone because I have to find things. It's like car chase videos, then like. Rick Charles, 132-foot dive, like, beats his own record, that kind of yep. thing. It's really, really good. This is the Surviving the Game roll credit song written by Stuart Copeland. Yeah, it's really fucking a great meeting of the minds with this movie. That's it. Uh, every Rookie time I hour. see Patrick now, all we really do is discuss the algorithm and what our current algorithms are oh, giving us on YouTube. It's it's the best our relationship has ever been. God, YouTube rules. I need to get it on this discussion. My God. Gotta do it. It's It's amazing. God, what's your YouTube, bro? I should just poll the audience right now. What's your you? Hold on, I'm gonna write it down. What's 
Would that be apostrophe R-E? Mm, no, it wouldn't. Okay. Great. Got There's it. that great scene. It's one of my, I think it might be my favorite part of episode 200, where we have that minor exchange about uh, statutes of limitations. It, <laughs> it's it's a, a head-on car crash of clowning. It's wild. I think it's one of our finest moments. <laughs> tell, do, tell me more, because I completely forgot. This was the situation where you set me up to uh, to clown you about saying Statue of Limitations. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, it's a phenomenal piece of art. God, one of, you know what? I agree. One of my favorite things. One thing I realized, too, in making 200, I never announced it or put it up or anything because it was just like this weird minor thing. But if you go to our YouTube, there is a little a little bonus featurette called uh, the the Cargument Pull Off or something to that effect <laughs> that I would highly yes. recommend. It's uh, some outtakes from episode two hundred that we thought was, uh, was 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 not available, but it was. It's a little bit of a um, little bit of you know car stand up that um, no one will get but us. Yeah, and I love it. I, I would really love it. it when we both moved to Florida. I would insist uh. that we both do the podcast just in the car. That's oh, just yeah. that's just gonna be the way it works from then on. <laughs> It'll just be dash cam video, dash cam crash videos, and like a dude in like board shorts chasing me down. <laughs> like, oh, you, ever see, you ever see that fucking video of the dude getting uh, in Twenty Nine Palms, California? The dude getting yelled at by the by the art the marine guy. No, and he's just he's like his dude's like nerf. He's probably like one hundred and twenty pounds, and he's just sitting there like he has like a scrub beard, and he's just sitting there in glass and like nerd glasses, and just like has his phone. Like his phone, holding out his phone like a sex in selfie mode, just holding it, filming him sitting there, and this dude punching his window, saying, <laughs> "Come on, come on, you fucking queer, come on, come on!" And then the military police show up to like be like, "All right, bro, like settle down." Blah, blah. And I guess it's because he uh, rear-ended him, or he got like not even rear-ended him in traffic, just cut him off or something. But it's like a twenty-minute video of this guy freaking out. Oh, that sounds ball. really good. Yeah, it's really, really good. You can find that. You know what? I'm going to upload it to uh, Overnight Drive uh, uh, YouTube. Please oh, do. YouTube.com slash Overnight Drive. We'll I, have I, to, I we're going to have to lean on YouTube more in 2019. I think it's it's an Absolutely. underutilized uh, weapon in our arsenal. But yeah, that just, just discussing that made me think that we should do... Have you ever sat and watched Charlie Bow 313? No, I haven't. Okay, so all this dude does is put on his dash cam and drive through bad neighborhoods at night. <laughs> it's great and you know like Charlie. sometimes sometimes he'll take his his camera and like go into a gas station and whatnot but pri- primarily it's him just driving around like eight mile at uh at two in the morning and seeing what's out there uh we should just do an episode where we just drive around the shitty parts of albany as a dash cam doing an episode in oh the absolutely <laughs> you know i did some of that stuff um when i'd come home from work all sad and i'd be like this place fucking sucks but i did it on my personal uh Instagram, if anybody wants to follow me. Excellent. That would be a great extension of that. Because I think we should do one... Some people do it with two phones, where they do one forward-facing and one facing us. Love that. At the same time, and then they sync it up. I think that's how they do it. I'm not sure. but um, We're going to assume it is. You can also get a dash cam that just points both ways. We should probably just do that. Is that right? Instead of doing everything the hard way. Hmm. I do love doing things the hard way, though. You know what? Pressure makes diamonds. Mm -hmm. And without struggle, there is no progress. Who said that? Um... First, the first quote, Pressure Makes Diamonds. Pressure Makes Diamonds was, uh, was rabies. Rabies from Warzone. No, it was rabies from the French Revolution. 
Rabies, I love revisionist history. We we got into that last time with uh, Nelson Mandela. You know, I heard that Nelson Mandela uh, said, Prussia makes diamonds. That's true. That is true. I, I remember reading that. Which is insane because the De Beers Corporation was almost solely responsible for the gentrification of South Africa. It, has, it, was, it's, it was kind of tone deaf for the moment. Yeah. We were like, Nelson Mandela, you spent years in prison because of social injustice and now you're talking about diamonds he's he said, like well, i just I want now. diamonds and he's like well i have money now and everyone's like oh the great equalizer cash mm-hmm. that is the, the cash is the greatest of equalizers that's true i'm so yeah. excited for the current crop of really like out there fucking like n- new we're gonna fucking we're gonna take the hill politicians i cannot wait for five <laughs> years from now when they get their first like oh, dude from dow chemical being like you like this house? It can be yours. Mm, it can be yours. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Exactly. When the lobbyists show up with a briefcase of money. I'm just going to leave this like, here. I understand you have ideals. Hmm, we think it's cute. Um, we happen to have your mother who has diabetes and her legs don't work anymore and can't pay for treatment on speakerphone for this right now. Weird how that uh, works. <laughs> Take the money. <laughs> I, I can't feel my legs. Take my the toe money. just fell off. Take the money. Yeah, especially since they're not being paid right now. Nah, nah. Um. <laughs> we actually we but. flew on. Uh, we flew out at five a.m. on the morning that the TSA didn't get paid. Like the first morning, <laughs> they were not thrilled. Well, well, although we much? got through security mad quick, so I was gonna say, you know. are they gonna bust balls or are they just gonna let everybody with a gun and or like fucking cocaine in their pussy like through no problem one woman was really hardcore about just getting us online she's like go 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 you know like real like under normal circumstances i if it wasn't five in the morning and i didn't have to like make a flight i'd probably be like what's your problem like you know what's the deal uh and make your life uh, hard but then i kind of remembered that shit was going on but then everyone else shoes on no one gives a shit get the fuck out Okay, okay. It says uh, fucking uh, TSA, not SWAT, on the back of that. Yeah. Over on the back of that too small shirt you're wearing. I so get it, though. It, TSA is like the government version of working at Burger King. Imagine you worked at Burger King, but you got to talk shit because, like, yeah. you weren't getting paid to oh, work yeah. there. I would absolutely do it. <laughs> Fuck yes. Fuck yes. I would do that in a, in a heartbeat. I would do that in what's called a New York Minute, yeah. Andrew. <laughs> Remember a New York? People would be like, oh, I ain't seen that in a New York Minute. I don't remember people even saying that. You don't remember people saying that? I, re- I know the saying, but I don't actually remember people using it in real life. I do. I had uh, a lot of my relatives, most of my relatives. You you have relatives from the uh, the tri-state area. I do. So do I. My relatives were really proud of being from Staten Island. And they would say things like that all the time. Um, they'd be like, hey, New York Minute, especially on my father's side. I'm not going to get into the Uncle Russell uh, impersonation again. <laughs> But he would say things like, I, uh, I, I would be all over him in a New York minute. And I'd be like, oh, boy. I mean, I don't know. My All of my family from this area, all they'd be too busy asking why there wasn't a white entertainment network on uh, on cable to <laughs> to worry you know, about. Uh, they got about a, uh, let's see. They, they got a, uh, they got a BET, right? What's that stand for? Uh, you better, uh, better exercise, uh. Uh, <laughs> you wait. It'll come to you. Just go for it. Hold on. No, 
We'll see. Though something funny's gonna come up. Hold on. He All would right, actually we'll say wait. that. He'd say something like something's got something funny's gonna come out. Something funny, which I thought was really funny. Something funny's gonna come yeah, out. Know Hold yourself, on. you know. Better endear yourself to BT, your neighbor, or else, right? All right. Hey, I gotta go. I'll see you next Christmas, though. This guy. This person's a landlord. Imagine that. Jesus. Imagine Uncle Russell being a landlord. Oh my good. The person who's fascinated, who acts like fucking Neil Armstrong on the moon, like playing golf when he eats soft ice cream. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's just, you know, you know, if I open a place like this down there, oh, I'd be hand over fist, hand over fist, I get a third retirement. Because he always likes to brag about how he has two pensions. Like, dude, yeah, okay. Good and on he always him. tells me to, he tells you, like, you know, you should go back to the city and then you go to a newsstand. He's like he's in this po- he's like, he thinks it's, he's in this like 1920s Jimmy Cagney like like we hasn't been like one of those things people who live in the suburbs of New York City and haven't haven't been into Manhattan since be- since before the Twin Towers were standing. I you want know, to be like, one of those people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the guy I just go to a newsstand pick up what's called the Chief, and it lists all the jobs that are available uh, through uh, the city or state government. I was like that probably isn't pu- a publication anymore. Or, or, or that newsstand isn't anything. That, that newsstand, newsstand is, is definitely a, it's a fucking yeah. It's a it's a pret now. <laughs> it's a pret a manger. I'd love to get in a big fight in pret a manger. What do you think? I can't go in there. Why not? There. All right. So because you don't want a brie and uh, soggy lettuce sandwich with a with an egg next to it. It's when you're in Midtown, and you work there. And Gab works there all the time. And I really feel for. Her. I worked there for three weeks and that was enough for me uh when you are there and it's time to go to lunch all you have their only options are these places that are just a feeder pellet like a 15 dollar <laughs> stuff your face and get out <laughs> yes. feeder pellet meal and pret is by far the worst offender it, it like i I, oh, yeah. I i when i think about pret it's it's like thinking about Dachau. It is it is like <laughs> the most inhumane thing I've ever seen. We have uh, Treblinka. Yeah. Dachau. And uh, the little known one, the little known uh, smaller concentration camp called Pret-a-Manger. Pret, yeah, it's, it's fucking, uh, you eat there or you live through the fucking carpet bombing of Indochina. It's just like I'm, I, I'd probably do the bombing. We do a lot of history-based humor. I, we, I this really it. is the hardcore history podcast, whether you whether you like it or not. It's just what I it is. So the funny thing, you ever listen to the hardcore history podcast? I mean, I don't mean to throw stones, but my God, if that if I'm on like a long trip, it really puts me in a spot because he describes. First of all, he's a really intense dude. Yeah. Like a like a like a he he carries himself like a lifelong adjunct instructor. Who is still super into be- his job, even though there's no tenure in sight, nor will there ever be, ever be. He's just like, and so when Napoleon turned to his left, he saw, and it was like, it's it, like he acts like he was there, which yeah. I love, but I also hate, and I can't listen to it very much, even though everybody suggests it to me because they think that I'm actually into history, but I'm actually just into weird shit. Yeah, <laughs> history just happens to have a lot of weird shit from uh, right. from time to time. Like, I think, are there nude pictures of Hitler? Will we ever see them? That's what I think. But not, you know, so that would be a different kind of hardcore history. Like, <sighs> Man. Like, how how was Goebbels in bed? I just refreshed the questions, and Uh-oh. we went from, like, thinking about Hitler nudes with a smile on my face to, like, <laughs> oh, 
Oh. <laughs> only, only, I'm not even going to look at them until it's time. Yeah, man. Only Anonymous, in, I feel for you, man. <laughs> only uh, only on our podcast will you say, I was just smiling thinking of Hitler nudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. At least we didn't talk about like dogs and cats fucking this time. Yet. yet. It's only been 10 minutes in. All right, we, but, uh, we got a little, uh, a little time to, to go. <laughs> I should have marked when we started because I always, I'm always like, damn, we've been going for like 40 minutes already, not realizing that 30 of those minutes was us talking before starting the right. podcast. So. Shooting the shit, catching up like two good friends will. Yeah. Sometimes we talk and we don't even, we don't even hit record. Uh, that has also happened. Man, I, I'd like. Is I'd that your love... way of telling me you're not recording this? I'm not recording this actually. Jesus oh my god, let me check. Oh god. Oh yeah, god. I'm definitely recording. Oh god. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm definitely recording this. I although I did think of last week sending you a fake uh <laughs> like an entirely different episode just to throw you off. <laughs> that would, would been... it would take me a long time to fucking uh to figure out what happened <laughs> cuz you're just lining it up. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a little bit of cutting up and then you, I would have gotten the 3 a.m. text. What are you doing? Seriously, not, good not good. Not good. But not, but not, not in a good way. Not like you up. It wasn't a you up. No. It'd be a you, no. a you up because I'm going to tear Cause your head I, Yeah, because I'm, I'm driving up to you right now. Oh, um, well, I mean, you can, you can drive up to me. You can come on. You can you fucking go to Florida, Jet said. You can come up to good old Albany and see your, see your pal. Maybe he's going through a rough spot. No, no. I, I, what are you kidding? I can't take a vacation. <laughs> yes, you can. Come on, man. Just because capitalism is knocking at your door and... People in the world is be- is begging you on their hands and knees, saying you must find work, no matter what. The world is saying that. I hate that. You shouldn't have to do it. I don't care. I shouldn't have to work. No, no. It's <laughs> money's money and property and working are all things that have been made up by the patriarchy. You understand? Uh... All things that have been made up to keep us down instead of. Like, clip our wings. If we were supposed to have wings to fly with, I totally talked myself into a corner. I can't, I hate doing Well, that's <laughs> actually. You're supposed to go on a rant. I you can't. didn't talk yourself into a corner. That's just how that train of logic goes. <laughs> yeah, what exactly. I find so funny is people always, they anytime someone goes off on one with like that, well, it's the patriarchy and capitalism and ba 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 ba, and then you have to think about this and don't forget about it. But, it's like you're playing Mike Tyson's punch out and you keep going through the levels really quickly. And then by the time you're trying to make your point, you're fighting Mike Tyson. He's doing that shit where he's like flashing and he's punching at the same time and you don't know what to do. And you're like just mashing buttons trying to avoid him. Whereas if you just use simple, basic, real life, real person logic, you're just fighting Glass Joe all the time because it's just logic. That's it. It either is or isn't. Just just chill. <laughs> well. just, just fight Glass Joe. Why are you trying to fight Mike Tyson? You can take out Glass Joe and feel great, a trained fighter, and here you are, no one, nobody, and you win. Yeah, this is so strange. I don't get it. You found the flaw. That's all all that life is, is is working the flaws with something else. Oh, well, they have a really light hiring process, of course. Or, oh, I know, like, if I'm sitting in... uh, like an interview, I can really kind of zoom in on people's insecurities and like really work them. And like, it's great. I do it with my boss all the time. He's so uncomfortable around me because I just, whenever we're in a meeting, I sit almost next to him at the, at the, <laughs> at the head of the table. I sit real close. And then when we're watching a power, like watching a presentation he's doing, 
I'll do that thing where I'll like back like in the chairs with the wheels on them. I'll back so I'm sitting right next to him. Hates it because it's just like it's such, such alpha nonsense that he does, and it's great. It's I love it. Such a strange working environment you're in. It's wild. Oh my god, I have so many. It's great. No, it's there's somebody new who who started. Somebody like new. Me. They're hiring people. What is with this place? Oh, uh, it's uh, there's some people who are uh, being. Uh, Given the heave ho, and some people aren't. Wow. Um, <laughs> but nobody really knows who yet, because they even haven't even figured it out. They've just been tasked with picking who. So it's really, it really is survival, surviving the game. Um, and it's funny that you brought that up because we we're talking about that today. It's like survival. It's like, it's like Survivor Island in here. One, one person incorrectly said, which is Survivor like, Island. It's like Survivor Island in here. Like they're thinking that people with like ten, like some imagined tenure. Like I've been here for twenty-one years. There's no way they'd let me go. It's like, well, yeah, it was very um. much a way they would let you go. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, there might be a kind of a youth movement going on here. So I don't know, but um, <laughs> it was great. It's great because one day I had somebody new, and uh, when you start a new job, like your first day. You don't really know a lot, right? Correct. But, but the worst thing to do is say, I don't know how to do this. I think, right? I disagree. I, I, I like when people say, I don't know. I think that's really fucking good. And I think it's, well, I think it's especially good when it's something you should know and you don't just be just being straight up being like, yo, I don't know, is uh, I think that's a power <laughs> move. Well, there's a way to do it where you don't seem, when it's not, it doesn't become a mantra. Yes. Because this person has been there for two days, and it is her mantra. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. Mm, great well, hire. I don't know how to do that. Well, I don't know how to do that. I was never shown how to do this. Ooh, ooh. I don't know how to do this. Well, I was never shown how to do this. And I said, no one's expecting you to know. <laughs> just let us like, learn. And she's like, well, I don't even know how to learn. Ooh, really good hire. Really, really, really good. <laughs> I was just like, ugh. I just left early today. I was like, I don't care anymore. I can't believe you don't leave early every day. Are you kidding me? I'm thinking about it. I show up late every day, so it's, so it's one of those things. We're starting to the the uh, the 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 dents are starting to show. Just more much like dents in my car. They're starting to show, and I will just show up late and I'll leave early. But I'll get all my stuff done because it's easy. It's not hard, and I'll and I'll like I, the one little tiny part of my heart that like wants to help people that hasn't been completely stomped on, we'll try to help her. And she'll be like, yeah, but I just, you know, in a grand scheme, like I'm still really confused. Like after I'll just explain how to do one task, <laughs> I'll just be like, all right. Okay, sorry. It's like the worst thing to do in a new job. I'll take it back. But, That's annoying. Thank you. That's so annoying. She's like, anything you teach her, he's like, yeah, but grand scheme. She used the term grand scheme. Yeah, I'm, grand scheme. I'm not the guy at the end of the matrix. Yeah. You know, I can teach you how to send this to Liberia. That's that's about the extent of my that powers. That's really what I, yeah, she's doing. She's doing the international stuff. So that's exactly you. Totally, exactly. Yeah. We can send uh, you know twenty fifty five gallon drums of varnish to uh, Liberia if you'd like, or <laughs> we can just say we don't know how. But then you get to get on a conference call with people from Liberia. People work at Union Carbide in Liberia, and they sound like they're very harried. Like they're being held at gunpoint. It's really cool. You should actually, for the rest of your time there, anytime she's not sure about something, you should blame the patriarchy. I really should. I should be like, you know, it's this is it's stupid that we have to do this. It's just it's some patriarchy bullshit. Anyway, yeah, you've got to press send here and then here. 
yeah, you have to uh, sign electronically sign this. And I know that it's hard, but, and I, I don't know who to blame other than the patriarchy, quite honestly. Yeah, what are they going to do, fire you? <laughs> <laughs> I really should. Speaking of um, the patriarchy and, and feminism, things like that, I have a special announcement for you, Andrew. I don't know if you've read the papers yet. I don't know if you've read. I don't know. If, speaking of, we were talking earlier about newsstands and talking about. I, I don't know if you've gone by a newsstand. I don't know if you bought a paper today. I, I don't know. I the last time I bought a paper was I think <laughs> I Obama's first term in office. And Maybe you framed that. it, and you still have it hanging up. Maybe that. I honestly can't tell you the last time that. Well. Actually, that's not true because I bought a Times Union last summer, but it was legitimately for kindling for a fire. So I didn't read it. I don't think that counts. I think I was. I think I was. There. Yeah. I. I uh, other than that, I cannot tell you the last time I bought a paper to read it. I think I was well, working as a projectionist. I don't think. Well, obviously, you haven't heard the news then. Bikini kills getting back together. Uh, I thought they were still together. I thought they were. Just, I thought no, they were like no, Kiss, no. like one of those bands that like never really breaks up. It just shows up every five, every five years to like. <laughs> Have disappointing turnouts at mid-sized venues. I, you know, it is very funny because that would be a great uh, tour. Kiss and that Bikini would be. Kill. I would go see that for sure. Together at last, they all got to travel Maybe. in the same bus. Like <laughs> we've been traveling for about two weeks, and we just want to let you know what goes on behind closed doors. The bikini comes off. <sighs> Hit it. And they play the song, but the, then they play their famous song, The Bikini Comes Off. The Bikini Comes I told, I bumped into Kathleen Hell last night, and she was crying, and I said, What's wrong, baby? And she said, I don't know. Feminism has been commodified. And I said, Baby. You don't have to cry, but I, all I see right now are tears falling. And then it's like, it goes into like a half-assed version of Tears Are Falling with Kathleen Hanna on guitar. Like, it's really oh, good. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> she said, feminism, I don't know, man. Feminism has been commodified. I, I, <laughs> I've been accused of being an empowerment feminist. And I said, don't cry, baby. <laughs> Speaking as a feminist myself, speaking as a feminist myself, I'm no stranger to tears falling. Hit it! If Kiss were smart, they would straight. They would just get together and just do like a and a Spotify only cover of Rebel Girl, and then just watch shit. Watch the fucking money come in in fucking stacks. <laughs> Wait, what? Kiss, kiss immediate uh, relevance. Bikini Kill featuring like, you know, all of a sudden, Kiss does a Bikini Kill cover out of fucking nowhere on a Thursday in April. That happens. Be amazing. <laughs> god, oh my god! All the girls to the front right now. <laughs> all the girls to the front. Come on, come on, girls, come to the front right now. Holy shit! Uh, it's like four women. What's up, Kathleen? You gonna take the first verse? Oh yeah, I think I will. Oh, oh yeah, and then it's Kathleen Hanna like ambles up to the stage. She's like, <laughs> oh, they didn't turn on. Uh, they only turned on Paul's mic. Oh jeez. You want to turn Kathleen up a little bit? No. Yeah, she's on channel four. Oh, the the batteries in her wireless mic are dead. Oh, Great. Shit. 
Oh, we're gonna be blamed for this. Oh boy. Alright, take it, Paul! Take it, Kath! Take it, Toby Vale! And now it's <laughs> It is a product of capitalism, the profit off the patriarchy! Fuck yeah. Wouldn't that be great? I could have really sworn they were still together. Or like, just, I, like well, I had no. no idea that that even really stopped. Like we I know they did like the fucking La Tigra shit and like Julie Ruin oh, shit. Yes. But like I, I, I thought that was all like just happening on the side. No, remember La Tigra came out with that really really bad Hillary Clinton song. Oh dear God, did that happen? Oh, it did. You didn't. We we talked about. Did this. we? Fuck! I must have fucking blacked oh, out and hit my head yes. on the way down. Oh, well, we can play it if you'd like. Oh, that's okay. Really you don't good. need to do that. <laughs> okay, fine. I believe it happened. Well, well, that would be excellent. So they're on a on a tour, right? Now, when you say the word tour, how many dates do you have in mind? Like I mean, minimum. You haven't, you haven't played in what? How, when when Bikini, Bull, Bikini Kill Breakup? Like the mid-90s? Late 90s. Late 90s. Say late 90s. All, so they, they haven't toured all... together in fucking a long minute. I'd say yeah, you like... do 30 days, right? Do you do the circle? You start in New yeah. York, you end in D.C. Great. How, uh, so how long do you think the Bikini Kills tour is? Four days. Three days. Three days. Okay, not bad. Put out as a tour. Uh, it is <laughs> Los Angeles and two dates in New York, I believe. I mean, cool cash grab. Yeah. You great. know, I mean, fuck, I can't, I can't argue with that. Excellent. Um, no one will, ha- will have ever done the reunion thing more gracefully than our man Blake. I feel Just, like we got to get him on here and yell at him for opening the door for this kind of nonsense, though. <laughs> like, you realize what you did. You realize you set music back five years, right? Good set, by the way. <laughs> Good set, by the way. Exactly. Um, no, I mean, I think that just to show up and be, be like better than you were 10 years ago live, like 15, 20 years ago, like the bad, like, just be really like let the music, let the music take control, really. <laughs> I want to have him on. This would be a fun gag. I think we can. Get him on, and then on the TV screen in the room, start typing in numbers and adding zeros until he tells us to stop for how much money they made on those shows. Never reveal the number, but just keep typing zeros slowly until he's like, that'll do. Uh, Yeah, that's... uh, I mean, that number's not even close, but it's just getting embarrassing at this point. It's kind of like you know. It's kind of like when you turn a certain age, you cash in your your the four hundred one k you rolled over. Sure, it's kind of the same thing. It's great, totally great, um, awesome. I don't think. Uh, well, I don't mean to be a pocket watcher, but Kathleen Hanna is married to a Beastie Boy. Toby mm, Vale is married. That's right. That's right. Toby Vale is married to uh, Guy Picciotto, who I think at one point we had a lot of money i think he's probably still does very well or doesn't have to work man imagine and, having to be the guy that like works on the fucking sink in that house <laughs> fucking oh my god. god oh yeah no i think it would be great actually you know what we should do that they live in brooklyn the Vales or the picciotto family depending on what you want to call it we should try to try to hunt them down not well that sounds like we're going to kill them we should try to uh, find them. No, we should try to hunt them down, like surviving the game. <laughs> it if would instead be like of Ice T, it's Guy Picciotto and uh, and fucking Toby Vale oh, on our private Indy. island, while we hunt them from a helicopter. Indie Rock, surviving the game, Indie Rock Royalty Edition. <laughs> it's like Frank Black running through a field and us shooting at him. 
Like, dude, I wrote, I wrote headache. Yeah, you sure like, did. Okay, I'm shooting at him with a 303 Winchester. Like, it's like <laughs> concussions knocking him over. <laughs> He's like, oh, those are real bullets. I'm like, yeah, dude, this is on cable after 10 o'clock. Yeah, what did you, you think was happening here when you signed up for this, or when we <laughs> yeah. when we kidnapped you from that fucking the the backstage of that breeders show? <laughs> exactly. One minute I was there, the next I was gone. That's the that's his press quote. It's really good. <laughs> we got Jay and Jay Maskus is uh, like our, our... <laughs> Jay Maskus is where I was going next. It's funny. Yes. <laughs> Jay Maskus. Like here's the deal. The... We like you a lot, so we're only going to use a 22 Ruger. See if you can get out from this. I don't know. This is. I got. I had plans. Go skilling up. Skiing up at Killington. Uh, plans have changed. Mm, and he starts running. It's like jogging. Oh, this is. Click, click. Give you a running start. It's awesome. Ian yeah, Mackay just wants to talk about stuff. It's like the talking is over. Talking, talking time yeah, is now, over. You've been talking for fucking three decades, man. It's enough. Yeah, you just get tired of talking. That's not, I, you know. I fumbled the fucking Yo, ball trying to get him. Shut to up him and play. Any. Did you ever hear? Did I tell you that? I ever, did I ever tell the story of trying to get him on the podcast? Yeah, well, it's uh, bits and pieces, but yeah, <laughs> I'm down to people. I mean, I've told you the story. Yeah, well, I, I caught. Yeah, I got a lot. We uh, <laughs> we try. We I had an email back and forth with him, like an extended, because we were just going to go to DC and record him, right? And uh, he went. Then it devolved into like, well, maybe we can do a Skype or fine. Then he went on our web, <laughs> on OvernightDrive.com when we did the. Uh, Na- uh, roller derby names episode yeah <laughs> and he was like man i don't know if i'm up for the hijinks communication <laughs> ceases quickly yes and he ghosted after two emails uh ghosted got totally ghosted yep, so it's like it. you know but uh i don't know if it's to his credit or not but you clearly just want softball like stuff like yeah no i definitely would not call that to his credit at all that's uh it's a pretty sad way to live well, you just, it's, and I, and it's weird because that was almost like, you know, we, I mean, we were, uh, at least me, I was very influenced by Discord. So we recorded fucking sincerely at inner ear. That was one of the greatest mm-hmm. moments. It was a great time for us. And it was one of the best experiences, at least in my life. And to hang out with Don Tara, that was really cool. Yeah, it was excellent. Really good time. Excellent. Like such a memorable experience. But then like, <clears throat> but you think of it like, yeah, maybe you like just want to be surrounded by people who tell you yes all the time that's the way and it like, seems that's uh, maybe that's sad, like the man. root of, that's like maybe the root of like a lot of singers like maybe you're just a singer dude mm-hmm. like maybe you're just like not like you're not ready for prime time in any other arena besides the one you've built <laughs> and i said that with zero bitterness at all it probably would have been a very fun interview but um it's just kind of like Wow, you really, there's like a NME, the uh, British magazine, talked about shoegaze and they said it was a scene that celebrated itself. Yes. Which it can be applied to any fucking scene, <laughs> pretty much, especially like a small scene. Like like Albany, for instance, is, has great bands and people are nice, but it's all everybody's friends and it's really, or like Louisville or, or, or places like that where it's like, well, yeah, but it feels like fucking high school, like always, you know, like everybody doesn't know you, you've known each other for so long and you've just surrounded yourself with people who are just going to be like, yeah, Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, you want to record your dryer and then like release a cassette and bury it and have somebody try to find it. That sounds great. I'd say when we went back to Albany or when I went back last time and we went out to that show, having (laughs) to have (laughs) conversations about entirely marginal Albany fucking songwriters 
My God. And having them treated as though we were talking about fucking, I don't know, John Hyatt. Oh, um, was, that when, is, was that when you were waiting for me to get off my shift? Yeah, man. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're talking about somebody who is like, I, I, they work at the water treatment plant. Yeah. Like, come on. And I'm, I'm not exactly. saying you can't work at the water treatment plant and be brilliant, but we know, we know how math works, right? We understand probabilities, right. correct? Yeah. Oh. Oh, that scared the hell out of <laughs> I me. I didn't know it affected you so much. Yeah, that was uh, um, that was upsetting. Um, one more side. Oh, yeah. So Bikini Kill is getting back together for three shows. Let's not call it a tour. Although the, the planes will be taken. No, cash grab. That's it's cash, fucking great. It's good. Good. Yeah, good. Three. I'd frankly yeah. prefer them doing a three-date cash grab than playing fucking like, I, I, I don't know, what what's in the middle of the country? Fucking Kansas City? No, you yeah. know, if you can avoid playing Kansas City, it's probably a good move. Oh, St. Louis? Ugh, never had a good never had a good show in St. Louis. I think if you're a band that has, like, a sailboat tattooed on your neck, yeah, by all means, play St. Louis. That's probably, uh, probably a good spot for you. If you're a bikini kill? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> then again, I'm, I'm not exactly sure whose mind you're changing in, uh, in New York and L.A. I, I mean, if you want to talk about it, like uh, I, I don't really want to talk about politics whatsoever, ever really. Ever. Um, I mean, you can't deny that, especially looking back now that we have so much time between when they started as a good idea and now, like definitely responsible for like the commodification of feminism. You can draw some very straight lines to some pretty ugly ideas <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> yes. that come out of there. Yes, like, yeah. I would agree yeah. with that. Right. Exactly. Um, and uh, nobody seems to remember that no. or talk about that ever. And like, <laughs> it's pretty, I think it's pretty bunk. Um, and there's no talk about like, I don't know. It's just like they, they rise, they like, you can't just create something and then be like, okay, peace. Good. You know, like just leave it. Like <laughs> it's like, you can't just like create the disease and then walk away from it, you know. And I'm not saying the feminist, like, that feminist that they started the disease. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. It's not a. I'm not. That was a really bad example. You can't just like start building something and then leave. And then like, you can't build like build a house and then like oh this house is going to be awesome. It's, it's fine. It's going to be everything It'll stand. for everyone. And then like once the foundation is poured, you just kind of peace. You know, like you're like oh I'm going to pass the torch to. Um, Brett Mobile. Hey, you, you with know. the you with the journal. <laughs> uh, you, you, hey, here you go. <laughs> it's like didn't really didn't really happen that way and then you became then you have um like a lot of like uh, i won't say misguided just a lot of very uh undercooked empowerment uh feminism ideas that uh have become rote listen man it's, it's nothing a ever-increasing word salad of circular logic over generations blaming yes whoever you can fucking whoever you can shoehorn in won't uh, won't fix. It's all good. Just fight Glass Joe. Just fight Glass Joe. What are you doing? Why are you trying and to any, fucking time hitting ball bull? Just fucking fight Glass Joe. In any position based on blame, it's very silty foundation. Yeah. But uh, before we uh, before we get absolutely fucking torched here, uh, we can move on to uh, to other other big news. MRR Ooh. is uh, is no longer <laughs> going to be MRR. God damn. You know, that makes me really, uh, I don't care at all, actually. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to hit you with a surprising opinion. It makes me sad. You, 
That makes you sad? Really? Yeah, because I, because I, first I, I saw it and of course, like everybody, I got the fucking chuckles. Like, holy shit, MRR is still around? Is that a real thing? That's fucking, did I misread that? Um, but then I started to think about when I was a really, really young kid, like 12 years old, I would go, I, I, when you're 12 years old in Albany, you don't have access to MRR at least at, at that point what was it like 1991 or some shit like uh, that you like go to crypto comics man that was well before crypto comics mm. and it, I didn't have the opportunity to just walk down the street and go to Earl Records at that point it just wasn't an option for me so I would go and visit my friend in New York and I'd buy copies of Maximum Rock and Roll at like the fucking record store near him and it it straight up changed the way I looked at the world fascinating just because it, i didn't realize that there was a thing happening you know it was uh really wild oh, and i used to get really excited to go and buy mrrs and uh i don't think it's been relevant in 26 27 years so i mean i i can't say it's going to be missed because anyone who misses mrr in 2019 likely has suffered many head injuries um <laughs> But uh, somebody a who bit treats it still treats it like the Bible. Yeah, right. Like all, I love going to a house or going to hang out in somebody's house, and they all have all those like dog-eared old copies of MRR, like out, like in the bathroom. Like it's oh, this is from like nineteen. No, oh, this is from two thousand one. Great. You know, like, it's like really, and it's like it's timeless because you're like, well, I'll just read about this and it'll be okay. It's like bands you never heard of. No, you never heard of, never will. It's entirely, it, it, is, it is out in, in the bathroom because it's toilet paper. Right. Um, exactly. But just the same, felt, uh, felt slightly away about it. So oh, I'll pour one out for MRR. Please never publish again. Hey, do you remember when uh, the owner of Maximum Rock and Roll, Kent McClard, came out against Cats? You are thinking, uh, are you doing a fucking Nelson Mandela thing here? I might be. I might be. You are thinking of Kent McClard from Ebullition and Heart Attack that did write a thing about oh. how owning a cat is not vegan. Yes. That was a real <laughs> because, thing. Because. Also, yes, because. I remember one of the first times I watched anyone get fucking absolutely ravaged in public was when he went on heart attack and wrote a thing about how much he enjoys surfing and just got <laughs> crucified for it which is really really funny really love that um <laughs> and that is uh that is so hard to find on the internet oh yeah, so yeah. he must he must know somebody it must be doing something right by living off the grid and being a punk through and through like like the guy who wrote, uh, like, uh, oh, what's the name of that fucking? I can't even remember. Evasion, remember? Evasion? Oh yeah, yeah, Evasion. Yeah. God only knows. We have to get our punk stuff out at some point. Hopefully, this is the only time this year. But we're talking about punk stuff, I guess. Um, I'm pretty sure and, I met uh, the Evasion kid once or twice. If uh, he if memory hung serves, hung out in Albany yeah. for a minute. He hung out in Albany for like a half a summer Oy. with a, a person we used to know. Yep. Yep. Do you remember? Um. I don't uh, remember, but I'm quite certain I can yes. fill in the gaps. Oh yes, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was very um, interesting to say the <laughs> least. Because I'm not, uh, I'm a pretty good judge of character. Like if there's a person who creeps me out enough, I won't even talk to them. Oh, I'll, get, yeah. I'll go out of my way to not talk to them. But this is the type of person that was. Like there's grifters and there's drifters, and then there's this dude. I'm like, this is the type of dude, like, if I'm asleep in a train car, he'll crush my skull because I have bean dip. 
Like that's the vibe I got from him. <laughs> like, oh, 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 so I didn't know this car was taken. He'd be like, come on in, man. No problem. Oh, is this one going to Richmond? Yeah, yeah. We should be there in about three going hours. Going anywhere you want, man. Go take a take a nap. Take some Z's. Maybe I lay down some straw for everybody. I was hoping somebody would show up. Watch out for the road. Watch out for the rail boss. Okay. <laughs> you know, and then we'd be kind of like hanging out. And like, you know, this is when I, uh, I'm, I'm vamping here. Hold on. No, uh, really? Know, we, <laughs> we'd be hanging. Well, he's like, watch out for the train boss. What did they used to call and those like, guys? I can't remember. There was a, there was a train hopper name for rail cops. I forget what it is. I think it's like just rail road boss. No, it was, uh, it'll come to me. I forget what it was. <laughs> here we are. And, uh, oh, man, here, uh, we go, it starts getting a light out. Like, hey, aren't you the guy from Evasion? I say, hey, aren't you the guy from Evasion? Are you asking me to be the guy from Evasion? Really? We're doing that? Yeah, I am. Come on, you used to be so into doing oh characters. Oh my god. When was I uh, ever into doing characters? Are you are you doing another podcast on the side? No, I'm not. Okay, fine. Hey, are you the guy from Evasion? Oh well, yeah, actually I am. Uh, I laid some hay down for everybody to have a good time. And uh, I, I don't know. I, uh, sales in my book haven't been going so well. Oh yeah. Well, it's because it's not because people haven't been buying it. It's just that they don't know where to mail the money. <laughs> oh yeah, it's kind of a downer. Especially, I heard that you lived in a uh, college library. How was that like? Uh, it was about as good as you'd imagine it. Oh. Oh. I mean, it was really awesome. I mean, they have water fountains and all the books you can read. Anyways, uh, why don't you go to sleep? Yeah, that's a good idea. What's your name? Oh, my name's, uh, why don't you just call me Days of War and Nights of Love? That's my name. Oh, isn't that the title of a book? Yeah, I wrote that book too. Alright. No, is that real? This is my dog, Mandela. Okay. Hey, hey, buddy. I wish I had another phone. I could have to. to huh. <laughs> okay, uh, and then uh, then I fall asleep, and then he he crushes my skull because I have Frito Lay bean dip. I mean, I do the same, frankly. Wow, really? And I die in a in a train car. I get pushed out of a fucking moving train car outside of Erie, Pennsylvania. I need to know how many train car deaths there have been that are crusty specific. So how many monuments? Oh, there's got to be. Bikes? Yeah, there's got to be a couple. Uh, they they put a white bike out every time a. Bicycle messenger dies. What do they put out on the side of the rails every time a crusty rail train hopper dies? It's like a fuck. It's a, a white earplug, <laughs> a thrifted TV with a VCR <laughs> plugged in. It's like, it's like, what, are, what are all these white banjos? Oh my god! Ugh, a can, open can of dog food um, with, a, with a cross in it. So I. Uh... I started looking at, and I found, I've got a page that's all hobo terminology, and I oh, realized please. it's hosted on Angel Fire, which means Angel <laughs> Fire must still exist, which is wild. Oh run by run by one uh, soul, crusty riding a bike. I still can't find this term, though, because the only one I found is bull, and that's not what I was thinking of. I, I, obviously, I know bull. It's like I've, I've listened to a country song, but there bull was China. another fucking term for railroad cop, and now I can't remember what it is, and it sucks. 
That's fine, man. Holy fuck, it. there's a hitch wiki. This is a hitchhiker's guide to hitchhiking the world. And the, the whole thing on train hopping. Jesus Christ. Our new sponsor, Hitch Wiki. <laughs> Disadvantages of train hopping. Death is around the corner. <laughs> well, at, least, at least you're self-aware. Right? At least you're self-aware. Bra- uh, basic safety rules. Have your brain lucid. No alcohol or drugs during all time of the trip. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man, I've got complete wet brain and I shake when I don't drink, but I got to make sure I'm fucking sober and lucid for this 48-hour haul from fucking Lodi to <laughs> Dallas. From Lodi? What? Uh, is it a railroad dick? Yes. No, 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 no. No, it's a boomer. No, nope. I'm looking at. I'm looking at. Um, hmm. I'm really into this uh, train hopper slang thing. It's really good. Hobo terminology. What do you call? I need to know. We need to know. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We need to know. If you were in a room with us, it would be so good. Imagine you're in a room with us. Hey, there's a whole Reddit. You know what? Vagabond. You it's don't have our- to imagine because. We're going to do uh, a, a YouTube hangout pretty yes, soon, maybe this upcoming week, because I oh. found software that will do it. Wonderful. So, yeah. Yes. We're going to be there, we're going to hang out, and you're going to be able to hang out with us. Wouldn't you like to be in the room with us while we look up random, totally fucking nonsensical <laughs> trivia about train hopping? Wouldn't yes, that be fun us, for you? Give us your best. Tune in. And then we'll, we'll take it, and we'll make it into something worse. <laughs> Just for you. It's just what we do. I mean, it's not like it's any big deal. It's really just what we're about. I have to explain my situation right now. I'm having a... I took a bunch of nasal decongestants because I'm coming down with the flu. Oh, good. I'm glad. I feel like I'm getting sick just from talking to you over Skype. No, you're fine. Oh, wouldn't that be a it, fucked up world? You know, the, the lines don't work that way. Even though Edison thought they did at one point. It's all information. That's all everything is. Uh, You can get a flu germ that's smart enough. He can get himself right into the matrix, pop out the other end like like, like Agent Smith. (laughs) That would be great. Smoke comes out, and then suddenly there's a man in my room. (laughs) And it's not not Kelly LeBrock. Damn. (laughs) Who are you? I'm sent here from the past, from the future. In the past. Why doesn't anybody do a sequel to Weird Science where instead they accidentally make like Artie Lang or some shit? <laughs> like, wouldn't that be a great movie? Did you see that Artie Lang's nose collapsed? No, is that real? Oh. His, he actually, his nose looks inside out because he snorted so much heroin. Jesus. He doesn't like needles. The man who stabbed himself seven times in, a, in an attempt to kill himself, allegedly. I wouldn't like uh, needles after that, too, probably. Well, this is before. I guess he was snorting heroin for years. And then uh, his nose finally just gave up, and now he looks like a true, like Google, like Artie Lang oh, now. Oh, man, that's... Um, yeah. Yeah. That's rough. Wow, he, he is... Um, you know, I, I know he's not looking great, but he's like really not looking great overall. 11 years older than me. Jesus Christ. 52 years old. Pretty wild, right? <laughs> Uh, I'm feeling pretty good about maybe yeah, having I mean, one, honestly, one or two extra beers. Yeah. All things Google considered, you're, uh, you're doing all right. And then after you Google Artie Lang, Google Ken Pinion, and you'll be, um, you'll feel, you'll be brought back to earth. You'll feel much better. Can you, uh, do you know, did I, ever, did I ever tell you about Google Ken Pinion? No. Okay. Uh, I want you to Google. 
right now. This is great when I tell you things to Google and then you Google them. This is the best. All right, Ken Pinyon, P-I-N-Y-A-N. You'll find the wiki, open the wiki, and read about what he's most famous for. What? <laughs> um, and read it. Uh, this is a moment of moment of glory. Oh wait, I kind of remember this happening. Yeah, I used to talk about this nonstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ad I nauseum. remember this. <laughs> Ken Pinion. Yeah, didn't they freak the horse out or some shit like that? And uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, no, the, cool. The horse, uh, the horse went yard on Ken Pinion. Yeah. Well, this dude, and then he uh, died of a perforated colon, but not before a guy named Brian Wells. No, not Brian Wells. Brian Wells is the Pizza Hut bomber. God, where did that come from? <laughs> God, my brain is just my brain is just. Yeah, like you a took fucking you r- took that nasal spray, and legitimately, <sighs> like memories are falling out of your head right now. Well, my thing was it's it was bullshit because I took the I took them like an hour ago, and they are already stopping working, and I'm starting to get like stuffed up. So my voice is going to sound much different in about ten minutes. Very good. I'm like fighting, going. <clears throat> so it's just uh, it's pretty good. Um, we really planned well, this one out exceptionally well. Andrew, love is in the air. You can feel it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done, we haven't done, and this has been a request, that we have, um, that we've gotten both in person, on the internet. I haven't done a call in next corner, and I don't know how long. Uh, that's true. I... I think I'm going to do one tonight. Wow. God damn. <laughs> and uh, this is night is full of surprises. The night is young, I think. How long have we been going for? Eh, a little under oh, an hour. God. Oh, boy. All right. We're running out of time a little bit, but I'm going to, um, <laughs> and I'm going to, uh, I'm attempting to look this, look up this person's number right now. I think it's time that we do it. And... I mean, I support this. I think it's cool. I mean, it's a cool thing that you're doing. Cool for them (laughs) and cool for you. Yeah, this is the person uh, who um, saw uh, over the summer, and then they ghosted me. Ooh, so this is pretty recent. uh, All right, we're we're keeping up. Haven't seen them. What? And the last time I saw them, they uh, like did the Albany look through where they didn't even really like see me. Damn, ghosted and then saw you and pretended not to see you. That's strong. So, um... What'd you do? Nothing. No, I was just kind of... I think I was just... Uh, I like to talk too much. And talking's not like a big thing in dating right now. And she was very young, so... Um, not very young. She was like youngish. Um, <clears throat> so I'm gonna give her a try. Alright, cool. I found a number. Uh, into the hands of fate we go. Here we go. This is going to be quite exciting. I'm going to have to learn to fucking modulate voices again. I know it. No, no, no. I'm nearly nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Uh You know you're getting sent straight to voicemail. Oh, my God. Oh, she just fucking absolutely shut you down. Wow. Shut down. Okay. Um, uh Uh-oh. Oh, God. Okay. Hello? Hello? 
Hello. Uh, <laughs> um, hi. <laughs> uh, hi, uh, Tons. How are you? Uh, um, who? I'm sorry, what? Who is this? um hey it's hans remember me from like june july oh Oh my god (laughs) great hi yeah i just thought i'd uh (laughs) give you a call see what's up what's up I'm in like the fetal no, uh, position on the chair right now. Lots happens since the summer. Uh, you know, I mean, I IDK if you knew that we were together, but like we broke up. Uh, so. uh, oh yeah, I don't know, it's, like, what's up, guy, what's up guy you? used to guy used to work with. Yeah. Um, Yo, your night just I'm, took a weird turn here. Yeah, sorry if I caught you in a bad spot. I just thought I'd give a call and uh, I thought I'd give, just give a call and say what's up because it has it has been a while and uh, I stopped hearing from you. So, um, uh, I don't know. Oh my! <laughs> what's going on? Oh my! Oh my! I mean, what's going on? Do you want to like come over today? <laughs> Dude, just end the podcast. Just go over. Uh no, I'm good. Are you fucking um, kidding? Go. What are you for real? Fine. <laughs> um hey, great talking to you. Uh What? Oh dear great. god. Just go. What a what a great uh, episode good. that would be. <laughs> just end it and go. Um No, oh, I'm just hung up on me. Okay, great. Well, that didn't work out so well. I think that um, worked out extraordinarily well. What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that was very strange. Uh, but about as uh, <laughs> about as um, about as uh, weird as I would imagine it to be. Uh, I salute you for answering. Uh, it sounded like you were uh, under in some state of intoxication. That sounds right. And uh, I'm sorry that that happened. Uh, just calling to say hi, and then suddenly. Um, uh, I like how quickly that went from zero to a hundred. That was uh, that was pretty alright. Really- <laughs> I, that's the type of people I run with. Andy. You know, I was gonna say everyone who d- wants to talk shit on you and say that you're fucking, uh, you're, you, you know, you're you're full of it. Yo, there you go. <laughs> there you shit. go. You just you just straight <laughs> up got uh, got fucking yeah. planet sinkered. It's not hard. Uh, Andrew seen me in action. Yep. Um, recently, and it's not for a guy who looks like me, guy who shouldn't who shouldn't be invited to a to a. Uh, to an all-you-can-eat buffet, let alone a, a woman's house. I do all right for myself. And uh, I will until the day I die, which will probably be which, in the next five to I would say years. maybe very soon. We'll see what happens. Maybe very soon. I can go over to this person's house and it'll be great. Um, you know, wake up every day and look out the window and tell yourself that death can take you today. It's the good thing can, to do. You know what? You know what? Death can take you today. And if you're not careful, it'll take you tomorrow. Sorry, I love saying shit like that. <laughs> if you're not careful, what are we gonna do now? Uh, why don't we do? Uh, we have some. We have a bunch of questions. Yeah, let's let's some. do some questions. Yeah, I was gonna do some uh, misconnections. I found so I've actually found one misconnection that you would really like. All right, I feel like you're texting so, right now, being like, "Sorry, I'll call you a little I'm bit." I'm just, way not, 
way not texting. This is a Stewart's one, and I have to. Uh, hey, here we go. All right, Trace. I'm just gonna play train horn sound effects instead. <laughs> oh, this one isn't as good as I thought. It just says to the hot army chick I saw at Stewart's on Groom's Road. Call me. Call me. Have a fucking uh, Afghanistan flashback and break my arm in, in my sleep. <laughs> I love it. Um, why are you shy? Our eyes cross paths. You know, I haven't fucking. I am so underprepared for this, man. God, damn you know, it. you're I, you're on decongestants. We'll 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 I let you. We'll it. give you a pass. I kinda, I kinda am. I'm just gonna play the uh, uh, the La Tigre, uh Clinton song. Oh no! Don't do that. Nope, that's not good. Never mind. I'm not gonna play anything. <laughs> um, let's just read some questions. My AV is failing. Oh God, I'm so mad. That really actually makes me mad. That, that my shit just doesn't work. I just don't have shit at an arm's reach. God, it makes me nuts. Okay. Um, you're losing it. You're losing your fall. You're come, the wheels are coming off. I see it right now. You gotta a breathe, little. breathe. Uh, a little. Um, <laughs> breathe. All right. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna read a couple of these because people are like, right. Why are you shy? Our eyes cross path. <laughs> and you smiled, as you could tell, I am sensual by top. Wait, <laughs> I like I, I smiled as you could tell. I am sensual by top because I had it on my sweatshirt, my hoodie said sensual by top. Oh. I hope we meet again to chat and to get to know each other. Wow, All right. Um, Laura at Professor Java's. Oh man, <laughs> Professor Java's. This, maybe this is from the ghost from Professor Java's basement. <laughs> Probably we've to, Laura. We I follow that. you around while you're stocking Laura, the cups. I follow you around when you're making a latte. Sometimes you I'm think that there's down. a breeze, but it's me touching your hair. Call me. <laughs> Call me in my weird old timey wind up ghost phone. I whisper into your ear. There's more hair <laughs> down there. <laughs> Taken from RoboCop. Uh, I may have Paul been dead since the Civil War, but I love RoboCop. And hottie sex. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't hottie sex something like that? Um, so to Laura, um, one question. Uh, it says, Laura, at Professor Java's Coffee Sanctuary, did you get my text? Oh, okay. Call me, read my text and call me back. Fuck, I fucked it up. God, I'm off tonight. Um, you waited on me and a friend Friday night. You were great to talk to, and I really would like to chat with you again, just as friends, of course. Of course. <laughs> if you or a friend of yours sees this, uh, please respond, and I know what to ask, so I know it's really you. Did you read my text? Okay. Read my text and call me back. You. Yes. Red like hair, Phoenix. Paint, paint stained jeans. Me, 17th century Dutch landowner. <laughs> fell down uh, fell downstairs and broke neck in, uh, in slave rebellion. Call me. Good God. <laughs> me, swaddling clothes. <laughs> Big bandage on my ear. Painter. <laughs> you, woman with bloody ear. Call me. Uh, <laughs> cool. God. All right. I am off. My AV is off and because I have the fucking flu. Um, all right. Let's read some questions because we got a... Uh, well, like it'd be really actual... funny if you get that one with the flu, too. There's really a lot of layers <sighs> to this. Oh, my God. There's a lot of layers to that. All right. <clears> um, 
Um, Andrew, any crazy stories from your movie theater job? Uh, I don't uh, crazy. No, but I would just I was just mad irresponsible. It's really not a good idea to oh. give like a twenty one year old kid a big dark room without any sort of interaction needs for eight, ten, twelve, sometimes sixteen hours at a time. Um, yeah, man, I was just like, uh, it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, you were a weird guy back then. You grew out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Spent yeah, a lot I of time on the roof when uh, when I should have been, you know, working. There was one point where we all wanted to, everyone on staff wanted to go see The Passion of the Christ because it had just come out and everyone was like talking <laughs> about it. And we finished the last, we started the last set of movies and then we're like, well, do you guys just want to go across town to the other movie theater and watch it? And so every single person working at the movie theater, myself included, all just left with a few hundred people watching movies in the Madison Theater. And we just drove across town and went and watched a movie somewhere else. And this is before cell phones. It wasn't like, sure. even if something did go wrong, there'd be no way to get a hold of us, even if you knew where we were. Um, that, was, that was pretty wild. That was, uh, that was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there was some really ridiculous ones. I, I ran a movie for Blink-182. I guess kids care about that garbage, but uh, that that's... <laughs> That, that's my big claim to fame for that. You ran a movie for? For. Blink-182 showed up and it. wanted to watch a movie, and everyone downstairs was really excited. So I strung up the movie, wow. and I pressed play, and that was that was the extent of uh, of, of my time there. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Well, do they love it? Do they, I have no they idea. I saw the backs of their heads down in the theater as I pressed play. I never, went, I never left the booth. I never, never, ever leave the booth when you're a projectionist. Just stay up there, because then you get downstairs, they're like, hey, we're having a rush, can you scoop popcorn? No, absolutely not. I've got chemicals all over my hands. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I don't know, yeah. man. I, I I think it would be kind of cool to see the backs of their heads. Just saying. I mean, it was it was fine. I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> so you'd see the fronts of their hats, because they all have backwards hats. Yeah, precisely. It's exactly it. Um. All right, I'm going to read one. Uh, do you want to read the super heavy one? Do you want to wait? Uh, I don't want to end on a heavy note. I'll just read Let's it. just do the heavy one. This is the one that right. made me not enjoy the podcast. <laughs> As I read it, it was like, oh, geez. Wanna... My wife has stage four breast cancer. We, she recently got an excellent job offer that would require a move to Seattle. We've been referred to doctors in Seattle that have good reputations and will take on her treatment plan. She wants to go, but, my, but the job is physically demanding. Should I move to the PNW with this woman I love and met on the internet, or should I be more scared? I'm 27, and I have never left home. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to be happy working with animals again, but it's hard to abandon support systems. Um, I mean, here's I think, my thought, is if somebody yeah. has stage 4 cancer... Very likely, probably not walking out of that. I mean, I uh, granted, I don't exactly know what the stages of cancer are. I could be wrong. Um, but if somebody is, like, probably not long for the world and they want to do something, yeah, go ahead and do it. You know, I mean, like, right. job is physically demanding. It's physically demanding. You know, it is what it is. I don't know what kind of support systems you guys have at home. Um, I'd imagine they're good. Otherwise, you wouldn't care about leaving them. But 
you know, if she wants to move to the Pacific Northwest, fuck it. I'd say go ahead and do it and uh, and and have uh, have an adventure. You know, it might be the last adventure. I don't know, but fuck it, it's an adventure. You know, go out doing yeah. something fun. I would just yeah, exactly. You're 27. Um, you will like this woman is on a completely different timetable than you. You have, you know, best, you probably have 60 at a really, really good estimate. You have 60 years left on on this earth. Good. Great. Um, this person doesn't. So you should, and if you enjoy each other's company and she clearly enjoys your company, like if she, if you know that she enjoys your company, she really asks you and wants you to move with her, then you should do it. Yeah. And she's going to be working up there. You know, things have a way of working themselves out. Um, I think that when you love somebody and then something like this happens, you sort of have to, you talk about support systems, but you have to be her support system, you know, in a way. Because, not because you, not because she wants you to, but because you should feel like you should. Yeah. And so, yeah, be there for her. And go and be in Seattle, because Seattle's a really cool town. Uh change of scenery might improve both of your lives, especially hers. And then like when you're 32 and you're alone again, if in a worst, worst case scenario, then you can go back and move and move home. I mean, you're, you're literally saying like, I'm going to uh, give this up because I don't want to leave home. Yeah. Like, it's, it's we say it, say it out loud. Like it's weird. I was going to say this <laughs> sentence, should I move to the Pacific Northwest with this woman I love and met in the internet? Or should I be more scared? Yeah, you could do both. <laughs> it's not an either or. Like, you probably should be scared if you're moving with somebody who may be terminally ill. Like, yeah, it's all right to be scared. I wouldn't sweat it. But I, moved, I mean, I moved, you know, I moved to Seattle with a woman I met on the internet for no reason. But seriously, yo, you're you're actually only making the second most stressful trip to Seattle uh, if yes. you do this. We, you've already heard the first one documented in uh, yeah. In I moved for every way. no reason, and it haunts me to this day. So, yeah, go to Seattle. It'll be fine. Do it. It'll work its way out. It'll be fine. Um, Godspeed. What's the grossest punk house meal you've witnessed? I watched oh, somebody try is... and deep fry half of a Subway sub once. Oh, God. Um, well, this is more of a punk squat meal because it was in Europe. But nothing beats the time the uh, the drunk punk leaned forward and puked all over the ground. Oh, and then the dog, his dog, came up and licked it all up. Oh, that was the grossest oh, punk. Oh, oh, <laughs> that was the grossest punk house meal I've ever witnessed. Um, witnessed. I mean, I witnessed that happen. And the dog was all too happy. The hungry, crust, tired, stressed out dog from hearing loud music all day uh, was all too happy to eat. <laughs> when the drunk punk, when they were drinking that fucking. Um, like, like they were drinking vodka out of a, just a plain bottle. Like could have been like, it could have been fucking just straight alcohol. I have no idea. It could have been like nail polish remover. No idea. But everybody just got super drunk really quickly. Oh, Jesus. It's fucking awful. And I think that was in Budapest. That's right. I'm not, I'm not mistaken. All um, right. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> right. Well, uh, there's another heavy one. Any thoughts on the Bikini Kill reunion? Uh, we've already covered that. Rewind. <laughs> fucking uh, kind, double rewind. back <laughs> here's a long one and a heavy one kind of long time listener first time caller swinging by looking for some advice been going through this thing with woman <laughs> this, this this is the guy who wrote the misconnection last week bank <laughs> I saw you at bank with woman me man me male 
Memail. Memail.com. Uh, going through this thing with woman over the past two years or so, on and off, and I've realized I love her during that time, but I haven't been able to voice my feelings, nor have we made anything official. Eesh. She recently got back to with her ex and told me she cares a lot about me, but I'm still... This is very toxic. But I'm still very conflicted over the whole situation. Uh, we haven't spoken since she laid this on me, mainly because I'm not sure how to approach it. I have a couple of ideas. Uh... And I'm afraid of alienating her. I've been writing this note to her, kind of just to flesh out my feelings more, and I'm trying with every fiber of my being, I love that term, not to send it to her, because I feel like it may be too soon to do so, because it's still a newish relationship. Any Two years is a newish relationship? I don't know if it's still a relationship. Yeah, I'm, I'm she's a little back together with her ex. Yeah, I'm confused as to what thing right. you're going through. She's back together Here's with the her chronology. Ex. All right. Here's the chronology. All right, because I need to just have bu- to bullet point this before we can say anything about it, because you're all over the place. Okay, uh, on and off, you have feelings. So does she. Clearly, not as many because she gets back with her ex. You're conflicted uh, over what, uh, and you're you don't know how to fix it, um, because it's still a newest relationship, but it's not because unless she's back with her ex. Yeah, so I think I think you just move on right into the sunset. Be the better man. Be be Jerry Reed. Just keep going eastbound and down, man. You have you have watched the movie Smoking the Bandit, and realize that you are Jerry Reed, and you have a responsibility to li- deliver warm beer to rich people. <laughs> <laughs> Which I always thought was the best premise for a movie. We got all this warm beer in this truck, and we have to deliver it to a party. Everybody's going to drink, stand around outside and drink warm beer. Um, no, I, uh, I, this is the shit that people get fucking ground into dust about. And I, I used to be this way. And then I had a couple of bad relationships. And I'm just like, well, who cares? Like, talk to the cute girl who works at the fucking coffee spot. Do something else. You, you're in a, you're in a, uh, like, sometimes you'll walk back and forth in, like, this weird, like, trench you've made so much that you don't realize that you've been, you've worn the ground down beneath you, and then you're, like, six feet into the ground. You're in and a you grave, and you bro. Yeah, you're digging your own grave, man. You're you're a member of the two-foot city. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as as Neglect would like to say, you're, you're one of the people of, now you're one of the people of the two-foot city. You're digging your grave. Digging your grave. And, uh... There's nothing more you can do about that. I don't think she cares a lot about you. I think she really likes the idea of you and having you around as an insurance policy. That doesn't feel good to hear, does it? I'm sure it doesn't, but it's probably true because the ex has the goods. Sorry. Yeah, Um, I don't know what to do. I mean, I guess write this note if you really want to, but like that's... uh, Yeah, write a letter. You'll feel better. Yeah, you'll feel better. I don't know if you should send it. Um, I don't really think you should send it. You know, you know what you should do? You should uh, write a letter, seal it in an envelope, and put it in a drawer somewhere. You know, we send it tomorrow. Silence is the best medicine because that's the loudest thing that you can do. And if you're like, well, you're back with your ex, uh, okay, that's it. <laughs> You've made me do a lot of reflection on my own life. And wow, uh, I wasted some time, didn't I? So, all right, see ya. And then don't, like, I know it's fun to text all the time, and you can, 
you know, do like the quasi flirtatious texting and maybe even a pick once in a while. But she's still, oh, I can't do anything because Adam, I love Adam. Adam really Adam doesn't now. like you. Yeah, and Adam like super doesn't she like did, you. Mean mugs. He you gets whatever so you mad when I bring you up. Like, He'll oh, like you bring get, me up, huh? Yeah, you'll comb through the local hardcore show Facebook event to see if he's attending, interested, or going. And you'll be like, fuck, he's going. Or his band's playing. I can't go to that show now. Like, you're that scared. That's not healthy. Yeah, none of this sounds great, man. So stop. Stop. Look in the mirror, man. Splash some water in your face. Jesus. Go find somebody else. It's all good. Yeah, go uh, go to go to Professor Java's and hang out with <laughs> hang out with Hello. Karen and the ghost. Yeah, exactly. The ghost is surprisingly uh, well spoken in these matters. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, you got one. Uh, the drive seems to be pro Cheers, but where do you guys stand on Frasier? Never watched it. Don't really care. Yeah, I mean it's one of those shows that, along with Friends, um, Cheers rules. I mean, let's not get it twisted. Cheers. Most of Cheers really rules. Fraser, I put Fraser on the same pedestal, and I don't really put them on a pedestal. I put them on the same old table, like away from everything that I do, friends or anything else. They're part of the must see TV Brandon Tartikoff era of NBC television that was pretty rote, pretty um, boring. You know, home improvement, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Does not hold up the test of time. And uh, I'd rather watch Night Court. Any day of the Any week. Any day of even the week, Sunday. for sure. Yeah. Even Mar- even the pre marquee Post era. So You got someone um, in here trying to uh, trying to get you to fucking do is, some foul shit. This is so fake. Yeah, it's quite fake. It's quite fake, and um, I will read it anyway. Oh, man. You can go for it. Actually, huh? you know what? I'm not going to read it. Thank you. Uh, you know, I'm going to read it in a way that I would explain it to, like, if I was going to tell you what it said but there was a child next oh that's a really good idea all right i'm into this and i couldn't say the words hans you make me happy (laughs) i can't stop thinking about sitting down with you um or god how do i even say that with this little kid here Uh, uh i can't stop thinking about um like if you were laying down and I would lay down on you, but with just part of my body on your face. Please give me all of you. <laughs> smile, winky smile. <laughs> Not great. Could you could do good. better. I could probably. I probably could do. <laughs> Can you do the phone call line again? I love it when cats do that. Yes. I was looking for um, one. I was looking to find some sort of uh, combination that would make um, uh, one like one eight hundred get hard, or like one eight hundred hey sexy something fun like that. Um, I like high dorm, but uh, that that number went away. That's a bummer. <laughs> that is a bummer. That way we'll do that. I'll do that tonight. Actually, I have a bunch of stuff to do tonight. So podcast related stuff. So. Um, yeah. Cool. How's the hardcore scene nowadays? I don't know. I, <laughs> I think, you know, I have no fucking idea. Zero, zero um, idea. I have no idea. I haven't, um, I haven't been privy. Although I think the, the last time I saw, last time I did a hardcore show for sound, the musicianship has improved exponentially. 
I don't know if it's just these bands or whatever, but they can re- people can actually play, which shows me that people have a lot more time in their hands, and are a lot more career minded, and they have better. They have like, and in classic form, everybody had like Mesa Boogie, like the metal sided like cabs and stuff, and like big drums. Like it's a lot of um, like a lot of gear. There's always been a lot of gear fetishism, because I remember when. Everybody bought rack-mounted gear. Oh, yeah. Instead of amps. Remember that? And then everybody sounded like like an, a bad phaser pedal. <laughs> but they really tried to sound like a good phaser pedal. Everybody would fucking like QSC amps and their shit all trying to turn up over each other. Yeah, it's like I have a BBE Sonic Maximizer running at the end of the chain. So everything just sounds like it's been like folded up and put in my pocket i did sound for a band that had a sonic maximizer pedal that ran into a sonic maximizer i shit you not that was a real thing (laughs) god let's compress this all the way so that it just sounds like nothingness it's great like we're we're introducing frequencies that can't be heard by the human sounds like somebody's vacuuming upstairs (laughs) exactly but everybody used these and then ran like use these pedals and then ran them through um crate combo amps called the blue voodoo mm-hmm. plugged into a two by 12 Marshall cab or four by 12 Marshall cabinet. And then like remember bands like with stand would do that bands like that. And then it would be, uh, it just sounded really bad and Albany had a sound and it was like whatever amp rep had gave like the best deal. Yeah, It was like, exactly it was, like, all, <laughs> it was all galleon Kruger bass amps and crate, uh, guitar amps. And, like, people would buy these outrageous fucking wireless microphones. Like, they felt like there was always, like, competition. Like, they felt they had to have slick gear, too. So I remember seeing, like, somebody scramble to plug in their wireless mic setup. Like, in the in the middle of a show. Like, if so I had to do stupid. six or seven. Jesus Christ. Like, like, if I had to, like, chain six or seven different wireless mic setups into one, like, oh, I couldn't I couldn't do it. I would be mad, and then I would be sad. All right. I got two that didn't make the cut last week. They both came in after we finished, but I think both of them are really good. (laughs) (laughs) First one is, re-listened to the piss bottle episode, and out of nowhere, remembered I had to piss into a Pringles can on a family road trip when I was like 10 (laughs) years old. (laughs) Great memory. A plus. Your dad, Chevy Chase. It's awesome. (laughs) The second one is... 2018 peaked early. I rang in the new year by airdropping Cotton Eye Joe at a 1201 party last year and turned an entire room against me. <laughs> also A plus. I hope it's the same person. Really good. I got. It. I hope that. Uh, I hope that worked out really well yeah, for you. Really, really good. It's awesome. Excellent. I airdropping is great. I should do that to hijack because I always want to. I always want to hijack the Bluetooth. Oh man, I do that. Really, really excellent. My thing, I was at a friend's house and they had Alexa and I kept, they were like, Alexa, shut off. And I kept opening it back up. <laughs> and I also mused, I also mused in mixed company. I'm like, what if they didn't call it Alexa? What if they called it Adolf? I think you can rename it. You can probably name your shit then. That's fine. Can I really? I think so. That would so. be great. <clears throat> Adolf. Adolf. That'd be awesome. I feel like I'm, your you know, roommates would really enjoy it. I think they would. I'd be like, Adolf, no. <laughs> Adolf, what are you doing? Adolf, no, I didn't mean it. And then, like, you know, it'd be like, you know, the real Adolf would take over. And he'd be like, the ghost of it. Like, you've been waiting for somebody 
to name their their system Adolf so I can come back from the dead. And then a, a, a speaker rules, part, tries to take over Europe again. We're getting to the point with, uh, are, you, are you familiar with deep fakes? No, I love them. I love that term though. Sure. Okay. So I don't think both of these technologies are called deep fakes. I think it's just a video. Um but we've we've got basically deep fakes is you take let's say uh you take a scan of Barack Obama's face. Like you record enough hours <laughs> yeah. of him talking and walking around and right. whatnot that this computer can make a pretty accurate 3D model of his face. But then you can put his face on people who are not him. So let's say you take Barack Obama's face and then you put it on like a 70s Seika porn. And then it's <laughs> Barack Obama uh, having sex with Seika. Like that, that's what, but, oh, wow. but it's done really convincingly in some cases. Like sometimes it looks not that hot, but like you can, do, you can, make, you can make shit that looks very convincing that never happened doing that. You can also now do this shit with audio where they scan enough minutes of the voice to be able to basically just make any human sound and craft it together and make people say things that they didn't say. Um, both of these things are going to be wild to like keep our, keep our shit up against. Like it, It's not going to be too long until... We we deep fake fucking I I don't know Chuck Schumer like saying white nationalist shit. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> I would like to deep fake Ryan Van Wick. Oh, Ryan Van Wick will definitely be the first person to be deep faked. Um, uh, actually, I um, actually I I I, I kind of uh, the person I started working with um it's, a, uh, it's some kind of Indian I really don't like. Um, I, I, I didn't say like that. Those people. I can't believe whoever did this is a fucking jerk. The fucking jerk. And I, I, all. I mm, yeah. So that that'll happen for sure. But I don't think we're that far away from you being able to take all of the known recordings of Adolf Hitler and then turn it into an Alexa, where you say Adolf, turn the kitchen light on, and then it deep fakes out an Adolf Hitler response. I think we're we're closer to that than either either of us would care to think we are that would be really really weird it'd be very strange the world is going to be very weird in the next 15 years so you know strap in i mean i kind of like i don't know i kind of think that'd be kind of awesome in uh like in a i can do funny things for the podcast kind of way yes but also geez i mean it'll be very expensive at first and then it'll get cheaper and cheaper and then before you know it Hey, for you know it, here we go. Adolf, Adolf, turn on the washer. Whoa, 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 Adolf, uh, Adolf, when, uh, when do I, uh, when do I have to take Cassie to the dentist? Yeah, complete with the tape hiss would be fucking awesome. Uh, Adolf, um, uh. Can you uh, text my mom and tell her um, be there in five? Holy shit! Wow, he's coming. Hot. Why did I do this? Why did I? Do Why won't it let me start- turn it off? <laughs> this started out as a joke, and now it's just yeah, not. Now funny. no one comes over anymore. <laughs> Adolf, play Todd Rundgren. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's just it just said no. It was, it's <laughs> it's never done that to me before. 
<laughs> just shuts me down completely. Um, you know, somebody stole Ryan Vandenberg's phone charger at work. Oh my god! Would you like to hear the story? Real Jesus quick? Christ! Fucking four alarms. And you only get like one half an hour break, which is like <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> turn the phone off. You work between eight no. hours of eight and four um, for the morning shift because that's what I am on, and I think I'll Jesus. and I'll. Hey, um, I have your phone and charger. Days I work is like eight to four. Um, he has a Harry so update. He has a Harry Potter clock, calendar. So I had my lunch. I had my, oh my God. Um, my 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 small fry and my um and my soda. You're of describing what you really had for lunch. Like the choices I had, so I had to suffer through um, Barks root beer because I don't. Even though I do like root beer, I just don't like Barks. What I got fucking <laughs> pissed off about was that during my break, I had my phone charging down there. No, to so sell. I grabbed my phone. I grabbed my charger. All of a sudden, my phone is still in my pocket, but my fucking charger's missing. Somebody fucking stole my goddamn charger. Whoa. I'm fucking pissed. Whoa. And it was a fucking six foot. It was a fucking uh, black, a black block with a six foot gray Cock. cord. And so I know what my cord looks like, but I can't fucking find the damn thing. So I bet you somebody stole the damn thing. So I'm going to go out when I get my check and go out and I'm going to buy two chargers so that I always have one for a backup because now plan. I'm fucking pissed. That's it. Good video. You know, <laughs> great video. Thank you for the update, Ryan. Did Ryan Venwick um, talk about Trump and the hamburgers yet? I'm really dying for that video. He did not. Oh, he did not. It. But I thought <laughs> that was uh, one of uh, right up there with Nixon meeting the uh, pandas in China. Honestly, was one of a great American moment. during the whole thing. <laughs> Like, like not it's so fucking wild because it's like yo clearly this is tasteless like it, it's clearly. it's understood the fact that the fucking Washington Post went and fact checked his claims about the amount of hamburgers was wow. like that shit was next level it's yeah. why Trump is gonna be president for ninety fucking years at this rate it's like yeah. Christ Almighty man just. Just let some of them go. You don't have to swing at every single one, for Christ's no, sake. Everyone's swinging at everything. It's a classic, uh, classic boxing uh, analogy. Fools rush in and just start swinging, and you should probably just wait back, step back, and like, oh. pick your shots. Maybe you know, <laughs> like, oh, he he said he he bought hundreds of hamburgers, and there were actually only eighty nine Big Macs, and uh, uh, we only counted, and they had like like. People's Instagram, like of the whole room, were like, and in this run, and in this this video, we only see two pizza boxes here, and there's only a few. Like, I, okay, I think he's like pulled a dad, and he's like, hey, these kids are big athletes. They they like fast food, and like, well, not in actuality, they probably because they won the fucking national championship, they probably haven't had a Big Mac in four. I'm years. saying, right. <laughs> I mean, they're it's like the first junk food they've had, and like that that isn't like this is the first food they've had that isn't hasn't been completely genetically engineered for greatness in forever. It doesn't come in bar or gel form in a long time, so they probably appreciate it. But at the same time, um, really overshadowed the fact that Clemson won the national championship. People just cared about the hamburgers. Yeah, the hamburgers took front and center. <laughs> the thing I find fucking fascinating is every news outlet that demands that people take them seriously. Just managed to spend six hours yeah. underlining the fact that they don't know how much a Big Mac costs. Yeah, like it was oh, fucking unbelievable. Great. It was. What's it cost? Uh, what is it? Up to like two dollars now? There's this great scene in uh, in Arrested Development where the mother, like the rich, rich fucking like out of touch mother, is like, "You wouldn't even give your own brother a banana. How much could they cost? Nine dollars." <laughs> it's fun. It, like, it actually happened. It's unreal. Precisely. 
cool man really neat neat ivory towers everyone fucking yeah, wild exactly yeah oh way way out of touch like all around and uh what a world we live in um uh which is why we have to cling to moments that make us feel whole and we have to cling to our youtube algorithms and all the weird shit that we like never let anyone and, touch your algorithm yeah. If anyone no, comes no. to stay at the house, I'm signing out of YouTube on my uh, on my Apple TV. Oh, it's happened. I've had a woman over, and she's like, "I don't like this. Can we watch something else?" And she'll like mention something, and I'll be like, "Yep, just a second. Yeah, and I'll, yeah like, go ahead and sign, sign in. out. And she's like, "Why are you signing?" Out? I was Trust. Like, I'm, yeah, I was like, mm. you know, like the overnight drive one is dope. My personal one is very dope, and uh, I don't want either of them to be screwed up with your, you know, Kendrick Lamar video. Mm-mm. That we're gonna end up making out during anyway. <laughs> you should say hey, you like, should have a separate Google account that you use just for that. You know what? Great idea. I will use my burner email that I used to use when uh, writing people on Craigslist. Should I? All right. Here's here's the situation I'm in right now. Oh no. Should I just keep? going with my life as is and use you know like use gmail and use my iphone and like face id and all that shit and just just assume basically like create a principle like the assumption principle which is that i just assume that my shit is being tracked and is being oh yeah whatever and that's just that's the cost of doing business and if i if I want to get out of that, then I need to have like an air gapped computer that I only use in cafes and you know, like <laughs> like shit like that. A VPN. Oh, I already I VPN all the time. That's that's fucking standard fare for me. Sure. But do I do that, or do I actively try and get out of that web and like stop using an iPhone and only use like um like one of those fucking project phones you can manually turn off Wi-Fi with like a, a hard switch just to prove that it's actually all like a Snowden phone. Yep. Do I do that? What Use, do I uh, do? Proton, protonmail. Yeah, like get rid of my Gmail and start using like ProtonMail and, and shit like that. No, what do I, I do? Just, status quo. Just keep going. You like your iPhone. You like it. It just makes things easier. And it's like, it's the old thing where it's like, track me. Oh, okay. You get to see all my spending habits. You get to see what I look like when I'm taking a shit. Good for you. Like, what? What, what are they going to track? As long as you're not stealing my money, I don't care. But that's sort of the thing is, they can steal your money. Then that's sort yeah, of that's right. that's the whole. That's <laughs> I. What do I do when they when I had my phone wiped while I was getting, <laughs> while I was getting escorted out of a building? Then I knew. I was like, actually, I have no freedom. Yeah, no, exactly. So <laughs> like, I'm gonna. That's gonna be the question to the audience. I need you guys yeah. to uh, to call in to our new phone number whenever it's made, or uh, yeah. or write in and let me know. Do I become a luddite? Do I become a normal person with uh, occasional paranoid tendencies, or do I become a paranoid person with occasional normal tendencies? That's that's what I need to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you got the trooper toy yeah, just in case that's, that's, things go south. I guess I can I can go either direction from that. <laughs> I love it. Um, I uh, I don't know what the, I my vote is my votes uh, to stay the same. Don't change, man. All right. Okay. Let me know. There's no and if we live in a world where I have better technology than you, 
something's wrong. I mean, my technology will be will be spot on, but it's like I won't have a phone number anymore. You'll have to like get me by a specific like encrypted VoIP fucking program. <laughs> Great. That'll be really good when I just want to like text you to say, hey, what's up? Yeah, I don't know. It's all right. You know, without struggle, there is no progress. The way we started the podcast is the way we bring it to a close, I guess. Hmm. Really, really feeling that compound, that rural compound. Yeah, we should, oh, almost heaven. You know, fuck Florida. We should just move to almost heaven. I uh, I was doing marketing research today, looking at uh, looking at some companies to you know send out some emails to like, hey, I noticed your marketing sucks, Dick. Let me uh, let me help you out with that. <laughs> and uh, I found one company that did, uh, I think it was candles. I want to say. Um, and I was like, all right, whatever. Like this looks bad. I could probably fucking help out with this. And I went and I looked at the address, and it was the same town that Ruby Ridge happened oh, in. Oh, wow. I was thrilled. It was very hard to not mention that in the blind email I sent out to them. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, were you around for Ruby Ridge? Tell me all about what it was like to be Vicki Weaver's neighbor. Wow. Do you know our man Lon? God. Lon, no, they haven't written Ruby. me back yet, fuckers. No? Damn it. You know why? Because they're probably on a mountain. That's probably true, using, yeah. So yeah. Using a, an old wash washboard to conduct electricity. <laughs> they have a child on an exercise bike <laughs> hooked up to a small motor running the, running the, desk, the white desktop Dell, or not even Dell, gateway computer. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I was in Rite Aid in my neighborhood a few days ago. <laughs> Wonderful. I don't remember what I was buying. doesn't matter. And uh, I was buying lube. lube. Sure, exactly. I was, I'm buying awesome. lube. And You're buying person to person to person by Trojan. The way the the store is set up, you ha- the the line is in an aisle because this place is all fucked up. So when you stand in the aisle. People sometimes don't see you and they try and cut online and they look back and you're looking at them giving giving them a death eye. So that happens. (laughs) This fucking bumbling dude walks in and gets online in front of me and then turns and is like, oh, oh, oh." and so kind of walks out of the line and I get up and I start paying for my lube, but he's still like hanging around in my area. It's like, what is this dude's (laughs) deal? And finally the cashier is like, can I help you, sir? And he's like, uh, yeah. I need a uh, a power cord for uh, Dell Dimension. Dude, this is a Rite Aid. What the fuck wow. is wrong with you? Are you for real? Holy She's shit. Like, and, but she she entertained him. She's like, what, is it a laptop? He's like, yeah, it's a laptop. I just need, it doesn't, the power cord's broken. I need a new one. I'm like, wow. my jaw's like on the floor. And she's like, oh, you'd have to bring the computer in. We need to take a look. It's a fucking Rite Aid. Are you for <laughs> real? We're right below a train. Take the train anywhere else. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, there's no people don't like doing doing that. I mean, this was this was really sad. This was a dude whose entire life is in a three block radius and just like feels like they're not allowed to leave. You know, so it's just like, oh, the Rite Aid has everything I'll ever need. So I'll just go to the Rite Aid for <laughs> my fucking Dell Dimension power brick. Why don't they open a store like that that has everything you'd ever need? I think that's like called a, Walmart. Like a Bode- Oh, you know what? You're right. Yep. But shrunk down to the size of a, a bodega. It's funny. We, uh, for a long time, anytime something new in the uh, in the neighborhood was opening up, me and Gab would always speculate on what it would be. 
and living in fucking Greenpoint, like you don't have access to big box stores. Like it's 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 just not an option. You have like these little mom and pop things that all cost an arm and a leg. So one of our running jokes was always, it's going to be a Target that's just tiny and only has the things we need. Har har har. Turns out they actually <laughs> made that. It's on Fourteenth Street. It's a Target that's like the size of three bodegas that is literally just the things that people buy in New York. It's wild. <laughs> Your New York Minute. Yeah. This is your new, uh, this is like when people used to go on after the Channel 9 news and be like, well, the news would be like, you know, they're... they're Baby stabbed in Queens. <laughs> exactly. When Dinkins was in office. And you're like, oh, you know, this doesn't reflect the, the views of WPIX Channel 11 news. And then you come on and be like, this is your New York Minute with Andrew. Why don't I do this? You know... That was like your New York Minute. You know what I think we should do? What's that? It would be so novel. We should find a person who is handsome and trustworthy and calm. I was just going to say hot. Good. Neither, neither of us clearly fit that no. bill. No, um, and make them dress in a nice suit and tie and sit down on YouTube and at six o'clock read the news with no slant and no commentary. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucking amazing? I I would sign up for that even on Sunday. I honest to God think that we would be millionaires if we all we did was take the fucking standard of news from 1960 to 1980 and just did it for this generation on YouTube. Oh God, be it. people would love it. Just just recreate Tom Brokaw for YouTube. That would be awesome, and yeah, then. Oh, that would be amazing. We have to find somebody with classic good looks. I'm saying it's, I don't know anyone like, like that. Hunk. That's the problem. Yeah, because everybody's got to have a little bit of facial hair. <sighs> everybody's got to have their own thing going. Nobody wants to be manipulated. Yep. Ugh, I hate it. <laughs> what episode is I this? Hate 204. That. We're getting out of this. <laughs> 204. Uh, drink your rhetoric coffee at rhetoriccoffee.com. Showed up to my door today. I don't know about you, Andrew, but it showed up to my door today. Attention, Somewhere, Rhetoric Coffee. I haven't gotten any coffee since I moved. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Please assist. Somewhere, somewhere in Brooklyn, there's a pile of your coffee. For real, whoever is living in that address is hopefully living well. Yeah. They're like, oh, the fucking hipsters moved out, and now we've got coffee. God bless them. They probably think it's a bomb every time it shows up. I mean, up no, I, I hope it works for them. It's just, you know, I want to spread the joy. Gab's mother, uh, Gab's mother bought us a bunch of coffee for Christmas, and it's all from Rwanda. And I always want to like, I want to pretend that it offends me every time I'm around her, and I always forget to. Yeah, she'd be like, you know that this coffee is made out of the fruit of fear. Yeah, like, don't you understand what this supports? And like, have her have a moment of panic where she's like, <laughs> shit, I'm supposed to know this. What do I do? Like, how do I respond? No, I don't feel comfortable having this coffee. And you in can our take house. this back. Thank you. Yeah, you can take this. You can take this back. Thank you, and you know, I'm not telling you what to do. But having said that, that, I'm gonna cancel you. Having said that, Twitter, do your job. <laughs> Gabri's mom, cancel. Cancel. That's it. You're torched. Cancel this terrible excuse for a person. How dare they? I don't want to get to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm not. A, I'm not in the hyperbole. However. May the blood run red. Um, May the blood run red. Maybe a river of a river of blood will run between us. 
Are you there, pal? 204. It's been real. <laughs> Left for a minute there. <laughs> 204 been real. See you next week for 205. Be good. And uh, I will hopefully have all of my shit together. That'd be great. See you. Try him. <laughs> See you later. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.